Let's do it. Steve, can we please have a one-word prompt? Uh, redo. <laughs> All right, here we go. Three, two, one. So do I just acknowledge it now, or are we just going to say... Let's just dive right in. Listen, yeah, there was a our, lost episode. <laughs> this is our second time recording this episode. Second time uh, in three days. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's the suggestion. And this comes out tomorrow. That's why we're kind of rushing through it. Yep. Uh, hold on one second. Hey, welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your, ho- with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi. This is the show where we talk over and re-over uh, TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests. And this week we watch Fast and Furious. The fourth one. The fourth one. No more thes. We're done right. with them. Right. Just straight to the point. Fast and Furious. That's all you need to know. That's right. Like, even if you try to Google Fast and Furious, it, like... Doesn't, doesn't let it. you. It yeah, doesn't, doesn't get it. <laughs> it doesn't take you to this movie. Uh, yeah, so this is our, our second time <laughs> doing this episode. This is, it's really weird. I'm already reusing bits that <laughs> didn't even really work the first time. Uh, no one needs to know that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, one of the tracks uh, got lost. So if we were to put that one out, it would have just been a conversation between Ken and I and a lot of w- random gaps and then us laughing for seemingly no reason. <laughs> Um, if I feel like it, I might try to turn that into just like a clip show and just, just put out like clips from that, that, the, the lost episode, but listen, that's, that's for Patreon subscribers only. (laughs) Right. Um, yeah, I should also say this is not going to get edited at all. We are putting this out like immediately after we're done recording. That's right. That's why everyone's going to jump in immediately after someone stops speaking so that there is absolutely no editing required, right? That's right. Absolutely no <laughs> editing required. That's right. So <laughs> just, we're just lots gonna... of talking over, and we're just going to keep on moving full That's steam ahead. Absolutely. So we should probably just bring our guest in let's right away. Let's bring on our guest. What do you think? Yeah, let's bring our, back, our guest who's returning for every single Fast and Furious movie. We have returning guest Steve. Welcome back, Steve. Hey, yo, what's up? Second what? time in three days. <laughs> Over talking's resident time, gearhead. Time. I have a quick uh, confession to make. I Uh-oh. intentionally sabotaged the last <laughs> track from uploading just so I could talk about this movie again. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. Yeah, you are pretty passionate about that. Um, as we found out in the last episode, uh, you have seen this series of movies, uh, and Citizen Kane, and I think that's about it. Yes. Um, if we're just going to start reusing all the bits from the last episode, um, I, and we will. that's all I've seen, um, in my life. And that's canon. And that's canon now. And I don't lie. And that's canon. Oh, and also, yeah, we're we're it's, we're only telling the truth from here on out. We're we're not liars. God, yeah. callbacks just are going to be the worst because just it doesn't make any. Nobody sense. gets it. <laughs> Nobody understands these callbacks, <laughs> and that's okay. Uh, just listen to the lost episode and then punch in my uh, takes from this one and that that episode. All right, <laughs> just perfect. just join as a Patreon top tier subscriber. Uh-huh. I don't even know how that works. Yeah, offering that's twenty dollars a month. I think is our top tier. Okay, very pricey. That's great. But That's so great. worth it to Definitely. get access to that lost tape. Are you kidding me? That's a bargain. Yeah, if even one person subscribes, that just barely covers what we already pay to do this show. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Cool. Uh, so happy to have the support. <laughs> uh, should we say that we also watched the the like little mini movie before this? Yeah. Well, you know, let's get into that and more coming up on the Overtime right Podcast. Okay, we're all right now. 
Yeah, because I'm not putting it in oh, a Oh, that's clip. right. So we don't have to edit it. That's great. No. Cool. And yeah. we're back. And we're back. I mean, we're talking podcast here once again. My returning guest, Steve. <laughs> hey, I'm still here. Yeah. So listen, we did also t- uh, watch the Vin Diesel directed, bleh, directed and written uh, prequel short film to Fast and Furious called Los Bandoleros. Yes. Pro- probably not even saying that right. Yeah. Ken made us watch this dumb mini movie before the real movie. Yeah, come on, Ken. To get like some backstory, I guess. Look, it's already still better than the turbocharged prequel to uh, Fast and Furious 2. You know what? I actually think I like the turbocharged prequel better than this. (laughs) You prefer no no dialogue whatsoever? (laughs) Exactly. Just the cars. That's what I need. I'm a gearhead. Just the words. That's right. Hey, and speaking of dialogue, Steve, you're going to do some talking right now because we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe uh, the Los Bandoleros, I guess we'll start with. Let's let's do 15 seconds for Los Bandoleros and then 30 seconds for Fast and Furious. All right. Los Bandoleros, 15 seconds on the clock. Ready to go. Um, So basically, Vin Diesel directed this, and it's just like a lot of times – He's on the beach with like Letty, and they're just making out. Um, and Five, uh, four, Han is in the mix three, too, and they uh, two, they set up this oil one. stealing rig. Time. <laughs> yeah, so much backstory needed in that mini movie. Han shows up. That's about all that happens. They break a guy out of a jail. I think does they that happen in the mini movie? Part. They set up like the first scene for yeah. the movie, basically. That's, That's true. All right, thirty seconds on the clock to describe the movie. For anybody that's never seen it, ready go. So this picks up right after where Los Bandoleros ends. You don't say. <laughs> With a bunch of the crew stealing some gasoline, <laughs> and then uh, Letty dies, and uh, Vin Diesel has to do some uh, spy stuff and smell nitromethane to figure out how to piece together a large conspiracy involving the U.S.-Mexico border and heroin smuggling across it. And Five, Coronas and family four, and ride three. or die. Two, one, and you live your life a quarter mile at a time. Oh, I forgot the main one. <laughs> Come on. See, I can't, edit, still I can't edit that in now. It's still a buster, you know? Yeah, still a buster. God. Yeah, at least this movie starts out with a giant action sequence. Like, right off the bat, we're on a, they're going to steal some, some gas tankers. And it, it brings everyone's characters back in the mix. You got the people from Tokyo Drift. You got people that are not from Tokyo Drift. That's what everyone's clamoring for. Yeah, we yeah. got the, the dude who was broken out of jail in Los Bandoleros and then just doesn't show up for the rest of the movie. Right. Yeah. What, his character is so not important at all. Even though he gets, he gets a solid 10 minutes to himself in Los Bandoleros where he's just like telling fellow prisoners about how he's going to get broken out of jail. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll pop up again. Spoiler Does he? Alert. Does he? I'm pretty oh, I sure don't remember. Yeah. Oh, and they also, we can't forget how many times they shoehorn in the fact that this is taking place before Tokyo Drift. Han oh, yeah. says it about 20 million times that he has not been to Tokyo. Yeah, in Los Bandoleros, he explicitly says to like some girl at a bar that he has never left the continental United States. So it's yeah. for sure before Tokyo Drift, we know right. that. Yes, really hitting you over the head with where this is in the timeline. Oh, and then, like, also Han's, like, barely in Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure his last line is, I hear Tokyo is nice. 
Right. Yeah. So they're yeah. already setting up that he is going to go to Tokyo now, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. But not really. Spoiler alert. Which, which I still... I don't, I don't know that I will ever understand the like timeline choices they've made with these movies. But because this is like, yeah, I guess the, that's the only one. I, I guess I don't understand why they chose the third one to just be like, nope, this is way, way, way in the future. And we're going to keep making movies that take place before that happens. I think it's just because the third one was objectively the best that <laughs> right. the, everyone was clamoring for more Han. And so they're yeah. like, all right, well, I guess we have to keep him around even though he's like for sure murdered in this this movie yeah i mean that's the thing i think they essentially just bring back his character so they put it back in time and then when he dies in tokyo drift he's for sure dead and never coming back again wink i think much like a different character that died this movie yeah letty right she dies and she never comes back again right wink (laughs) or does she does she I think she does, right? She's I don't know. Really not sure. <laughs> I, I honestly do not know. I can't remember. I do know, but I just don't understand it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, because she was shot in the head, right? Or we're led to believe in this movie. I, I mean, think I that's don't, actually I don't, true. Regardless, I don't think you see a, a bullet hit her head. I think you just see a guy aiming at her head, and she, he pulls the trigger. And that's true. Even the guy that you do see pull the trigger is like a vision that Vin Diesel is having. We don't actually see that happen. Yeah. Well, we Vin- see a casket getting lowered into the ground. Who's in that casket? I don't understand. Show me the body, Ken. Show me yeah. the body. Okay. You never see the body. That's true. Yeah, in the scene where uh, Vin Diesel has to uh, come up with the clues of the crime and smells some nitro meth on the ground and is able to hallucinate a car going through him in holographic form and figuring out exactly what happened to his girlfriend. Um, yeah. That's some of the coolest Fast and Furious action you're going to get in like a 10, 15 second holographic sequence. You don't think the coolest action is the the actual racing going on in this movie with the, the super fancy GPS devices? Oh, I mean, that's like the real stuff. I'm talking about like the, the fake holographic stuff. Where he goes for full Sherlock Holmes for a second. Yeah, yeah I thought Hannibal. Did either of you watch that show? Oh, no. Oh, no. yeah. That show was great. Yeah, it was I mean, great. Not enough cars in that show, but it's otherwise good. <laughs> or racing babes. Is there enough family? Or racing babes. Uh, there's not enough family. Uh, there's like no family. There's zero Coronas. Yeah, that's oh, true. man. man. Um, not ticking any boxes for me. I'm yeah. <laughs> Those are my three boxes, and none of them are checked. <laughs> um, I feel like we need to talk more about the the gps we absolutely last episode we went into the gps detail a lot (laughs) it Um, was like the majority of what we talked about i think yeah yeah they they're given these these giant like well i guess giant for gps size boxes to put in their cars to uh participate in these street races but man is that animation on these gps is like way ahead of its time and you know it's gotta include a bunch of racing babes on it yeah, full live capture. I don't know what better way to put it, but racing babes holding checkered flags uh, at the start of the race. Arguably taking GPS. up, yeah, taking up more of the screen than the actual map. Yeah, like, yeah. like getting in the way of directions. Well, that's the thing because I don't think they had any like real life racing babes when everyone was starting. So you have to get it in some capacity. And this movie is so technologically advanced that I had to put it on the screen for everyone. 
even though this happens way in the past compared to Tokyo Drift, and that's the most technologically advanced film. Yeah, we know the flip phones in Tokyo Drift are the most technologically advanced in this series. Yeah. Um, that's Tokyo, baby. That's Tokyo, baby. But that GPS, I don't know where they get this kind of technology. We were, on the on the Lost episode, we were talking a lot about how um, Paul Walker like seemingly breaks the rules. He goes off he course. Goes a shortcut. But um, there's no real course on this. Because it's just all like a crazy map with satellite projections and and uh, animated babes. Um, yeah. So I don't think there's any rules. But this was all just a test for them to see who could who could actually steal heroin or smuggle heroin across the border. So they invested this much technology into something that they really didn't use in the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. They made it like a huge plot point at the start, and they're like, "You better hold on to that," or like. If you if I call you use this and you answered you better come and then I don't think they're ever used again. No. But uh, it served its purpose and that was the best race of the whole movie I think. It served its purpose to spotlight some animated racing babes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, what one of the racing babes not not in the GPS but who is uh, in the movie I guess and probably I don't know anyway is Gal Gadot. Yes. Uh, Wonder Woman is in this movie. She, uh, it's her uh, feature film debut. And did, one of you guys knew the age. Yes. Her, Gal- right? So in this movie, Vin Diesel and Gal Gadot are like flirting and Gal Gadot gives him her number unprompted. Vin does not ask for it. Uh, when as, this movie came does. out. <laughs> as, yeah. Vin Diesel. He's That's just expected movie. to get them. He doesn't have to ask for them. Right. He just kind of. Yeah. He, he doesn't even really there. want them, but they just no. come. <laughs> That's true. He he doesn't show any interest, really. No, it seems he did like. not pursue it whatsoever. Maybe that's the key. You can't act like you want it. Right. Uh, yeah, she is 24 in this movie, while Vin Diesel is 50, or 43. And they're supposed to be, like, love interests and stuff. Hey, love, mm. no, love knows no age. No. Yeah. Can still be or, or one way unreciprocated love. <laughs> that was no way. Yeah, it can still be a little creepy though. It's a, uh, it's less creepy because he doesn't initiate any part of this and just denies her. That's true. Right. Yeah, that that is true. That's probably why it didn't really rub me the wrong way. Um, he... The part that rubs people the wrong way is how uh, horny this guy is for cars, though. <laughs> No kidding. And then an outstanding scene where she's asking what he likes in a woman, and he just like talks about relates every part of it to cars, and how his girl needs to know cars and get grease under her fingernails and stuff. Yeah. What is it like? Eighty percent devil, twenty percent angel. Yeah. God. Twenty <laughs> percent grease, ten percent nitromethane. <laughs> Five percent power of will. <laughs> uh, did you guys also notice uh, the my my favorite car of the movie? And I think we should all go around and say our our favorite car of the movie. Uh, oh, the one, yeah. oh yeah, the the one with the see through hood. I thought that was super cool. Oh, I missed that. I think yeah. I missed that too. It's for like a split second, and I was like, I like that. I would get that. See through. Oh, hood of the car. Okay, yes. not the top of the car. I was like, that's a sunroof. <laughs> But that's not a sunroof. Or a moonroof. Or a moonroof. Moonroof. Yeah, your car has a moonroof, right? That's right. My car, 
A Subaru Forester has a moonroof. And so, like, that's only for nighttime? Yeah. We're not allowed to open it ahead of time. It's locked. I think it detects the light somehow. And I, uh, I think it's to protect us against The Subaru is big on, like, UV protection. Uh, they don't allow it. Yeah. <laughs> they're Everyone's big on that, huh? Yeah. Really I thought that was interior. interesting when uh, Subaru got into the sunscreen game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It came with a pamphlet. We did. We had to read it ahead of time, sign wow. some stuff. Really? Each car has an SPF rating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Huh. That's pretty cool. Toolman, how about you? What was your favorite car in the movie? Uh, my favorite car is very clearly uh, Dominic Toretto's 1970 Chevy Chevelle SS edition in its uh, like cherry red color. Um, I knew that off the top of my head, and I didn't just look it up on my phone. <laughs> I was going to say, someone did some Googling between last episode and this one. <laughs> I actually did the Googling 10 seconds ago. <laughs> hmm, it looks like Ken might be doing something <laughs> similar. <laughs> His eyes are not focused on the main screen. I hear some typing noises. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and we're back. Uh, And once again, the fucking recording stopped in the middle of the episode, and we recorded another 17 minutes worth of content, and it just got fucking deleted. So that's awesome. The Uh, cursed episode that doesn't want to come out. This is take three. We could call this the Tokyo Drift of recordings. (laughs) This <laughs> is truly bananas that this keeps happening. This episode does not want to be a thing. Uh, anyway, I said some more funny shit. You'll just never hear it. It's cool. <laughs> we were we were all <laughs> nailing it. We were hilarious. Everyone was we were losing our yeah, shit. I think I was funnier than the first one where you can't hear me at all. <laughs> Man, it's such a bummer. We were so on top of our game. Um, you guys heard what my favorite car was, though, right? So that's that's on there. Yeah, that's the important part. Okay. Yeah, we did catch that. That was a strong bit that I had there. Yeah, I had another yeah, one just... after, right after that too. But the you know the act of me looking up another car apparently <laughs> fucked up the whole thing. So uh, yeah, that's know. karma, Ken. You can't you can't be looking up answers like that. You got to come up with it right <laughs> off the top of your head. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> um, look, let's just go right to ratings. Is that so cool, with the, everyone? The third time. <laughs> We will now say our ratings of this stupid movie. All right. So, Steve, previously you've done 10 for all of the previous movies. What is your rating for Los Bandoleros and separately for Fast and Furious? Oh, I I didn't know that I had 10 for all of them. I'm doing this for the third time. Um, um, For the third time, it's going to be 10s for both. I don't know how many times I need to say it. (laughs) Just do it. Just say it one more time, just in case. For the audience. (laughs) I mean, I'd love to hear that. I will happily give it t- two tens. Okay. Wow. wow amazing. Uh, CJ, what'd you give who, the previous movies? Who could have seen that coming? Uh, <laughs> let's see. For, for the first one, I, the Fast and Furious, I gave a five. The second one, I gave a five. Third one, Tokyo Drift, I gave a four. This one, I'm giving a five. Cool. What did I give the previous movies? The previous ones, you gave the Fast and Furious an eight and a half. You gave Too Fast, Too Furious a six and a half. You gave Tokyo Drift a nine. Yeah, which I will stand by. Uh, this movie is worse than all of those, so I'm giving it a 5.5. All right. Cool. Wow. Great ratings, everyone. Great ratings. <laughs> great ratings. Great. I have so many other bits that I don't want to do now. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just pissed. We're just pissed. Let's just wrap it up, Steve. Thank you for joining us again. <laughs> again, for technically the third oh my time. God. Can I plug having a better laptop? They might be on my end. <laughs> 
I'm sure. I'm going to plug yeah. myself about the need to get a better laptop. <laughs> yeah, do that, please. Yeah. Uh, should we even do our uh, do the whole? No, I'm done. No. Bye. Bye. Yeah. See ya. This furious episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest this week was Steve. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. <laughs> you know, that is the best uh, possible episode we could have gotten. I think third time was the charm there, for sure. It was it was still a good time. It's just like, I wish we could have released that first episode. It was like really good.